0: This is episode 277 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dio Morales. And today, I'm joined by Marcel Snapshotty Manzano. Will, it's Andor season. Hagwood.
1: I'm more excited for K2SO, but we'll, we'll say the whole show overall.
0: And Ryan, he's standing, he crawling, he balling.
2: Staniszewski. Yep. So my son has like, he first, we've been throwing the, his little like toy ball back and forth. So he officially could play catch before he could crawl. And then he started to like put his arms up, like pick me up. But instead of pick me up, he pushed himself up to standing. And then just today he did his first crawl.
0: Oh, snap. It's time to cr- t- nine uh, tie in every-
2: a few days old.
0: It's time to tie everything down. You know that, right? Make and sure we're getting to that. Cl- point. Cl- close yes. the cupboards.
2: Screw Find it out where close. the gates can go.
0: Yep. <laughs> it's time. It's time. All right, as for announcements and news by now, most patrons should have received their latest shipment of swag uh, and if not, soon watch your emails for um, for tracking. It uh, should have been sent to you already. Also I did receive a few of your emails being like hey, that my address changed, sorry no worries, we'll get you taken care of. Look for a reply from me this week Also this week I'll be posting on Patreon and Discord about some changes coming to the Patreon shipping structure um, I've been running some numbers and and with shipping prices going up um, significantly I will tell you for most patrons it was costing like three dollars to ship things uh, now it's gone to about five dollars and fifty cents so it's almost double um, to ship things and because of that just kind of taking a look at that and how do I get you guys the same amount of swag while trying to uh, minimize the cost because um, Essentially, if I continue what we were doing before, things are, it doesn't really work, unfortunately, but we're figuring it out. Look for a post there. Additionally, um, we did talk about uh, the Save TTT initiative over the weekend, had a great meeting with uh, the current owner of TTT, Dennis, and uh, I just, good things are coming. Good things are coming, and uh, just looking forward to seeing what happens there. So we have a bunch of stuff to cover today. We're going to start with a story that is technically a week old, but we wanted to uh, we wanted to make sure that we covered it before we got too far away. So we're going to be cutting to a guest, a team member of Team Canada, Brendan Osman, Damon. How's it going, Brendan?
3: Ah, it's going pretty well. Still got a little bit of an eye off of winning the event, to be honest.
0: Woo, woo, woo! I'm go the the Western Hemisphere one. That's my. That's why I'm. I'm excited. All right. <laughs> so um for anybody who maybe hasn't been closely following the XTC, team canada was the winner uh after going through the initial group stage into the final stage and then ended up on top so uh can you remind the people like what were the was what was the final scores just so that to kind of have a reference there uh
3: final score of the final event uh, team canada was on top eight to one uh, two whole team wins above England and Germany, who were both uh, 6-3. Then we had Italy and uh, the USA at five wins. Ireland at four wins. Philippines, Australia, and Czech Republic at three wins. And Spain at two wins.
0: All right, all right. So um – Throughout the entire xCC team Canada was always very strong it was it was you guys were a team to watch no matter how much we trolled you guys we know that you guys are good right and that 's why we pick on you it's on it's for that reason uh, but all joking aside um, w- you guys do have a uh, an air of confidence around your play. You're like, we're good and we know it, and that's that's good. That's good. Now, what do you guys? What do you think your team did better than other teams, even if it was just slightly better, to maybe pull you guys ahead?
3: Well, for starters, I don't think we got mucked down in the trash talk ahead of time. We made sure our play spoke for ourselves, and then we got out of it. I think a huge thing was we did coordinate lists to make sure that we had the field covered. Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially Rebel Alpha was the big boogeyman, and we had two solid counters to that the entire way through. The other thing is, I think from hearing a lot of the chat in our uh, group, a lot of the time I think we played 2.5 better than a lot of the teams did. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times like we were losing uh, like just ships but we were staying alive on the objective points or uh, as well when we were up we managed to use the objectives as timers so that we could close out the wins
0: yeah and i mean that actually that kind of leads into a uh kind of my next question so how did you guys go about coordinating lists Because i know some people they know that xtc is a team tournament but uh this is a part of the game that you can't just take five people and say i want to play this list to 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 win a to win a championship
3: yeah so for starters i think uh credit has to be made to cam murray our captain mm-hmm. uh so he selected five players with very varied uh, play styles uh and so from there it was sort of a mix of hey you're good with the first order stuff uh, how about you take uh, Crispy's list, which we knew was going to be fire before he won the events uh, uh, for the group stages. Uh, we also knew Vader and TIE Fighters was going to be good, so we assigned that. And then a bit of it was uh, just coming up with things on our own after that. Uh, then for the final event, uh, we did tinker a bit. Uh, I My list, actually, the funny thing was uh, we took out two Y-Wings, and then we replaced them with Commander Poe and BB-8 because that fit, and that was just like at dinner at Gen Con, like a block away. Well yeah, you gotta write it down quickly before you forget.
2: The only uh, chat says you're muted.
0: I'll say that one more time. Which team would you guys say? Would you say gave you the most trouble?
3: Uh, so the USA is the only team that ever beat us throughout the entire event, including the group stages. That's uh We ended at five five, so maybe we'll call it a draw.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah.
3: Uh, that was like a real battle of tired people though that game in the finals happened at 2 a.m
0: hmm that that's true that's true now one of the things that I I, I want to bounce back to what you said Brendan was that uh, talking about objectives playing objectives um, this is this is a um, a repeating theme that is happening Where players are finding Success when They um, Understand How the objectives need to be played with Their list can you maybe get into a little bit On uh, on how you guys Maybe analyzed or Approached different objectives
3: uh, So I think It's no secret that some Lists are better at objectives Than others for example uh, Will's double destiny list or er- list it's a lot worse of chance engagement so interestingly with the xtc is we did know round by round which uh, objectives or scenarios we'd be playing mm-hmm. so we were able to factor that into which matchups we wanted uh and it was big but we also knew because uh it was nine round slog we couldn't take any uh single list that was going to be bad at a uh single scenario like Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of slim 3-2 team wins in a swiss event like if there's six rounds you can maybe drop your one round to salvage if you want but like here they like there were a lot slimmer margins and making sure we didn't have a list bad as single scenario was very important
0: i mean yeah that makes sense will marcel or ryan any questions you'd like to throw at brendan
1: Brandon, Brendan, were you involved in the pairing process at all?
3: Uh, No, I wasn't really. Uh, The truth is, Cam's the real genius behind that, and so Mm. we didn't really muck with it. I did give him some brief practice, but... You got better practice from other teammates than me.
1: Sure. So what was his approach uh, asking players for feedback? Did you do like a ranking system of the matchups or what was your approach as a player? Uh,
3: So we've got the five-by-five matrix on a Google spreadsheet and we would put in just our win probabilities. So most frequently it's 60-40, but there's 50-50s and very occasionally 70-30. Okay. Uh, But like there's also – traps in the pairing process that you don't want to get sucked into so uh what happened i think at least six rounds probably even more was uh people were holding back the rebel alpha they don't want to go into crispy's list without like getting chaffed right so then we would hold our two counters back which were uh my uh resistance lifts with all the ferrisphere and crispy's list and so then at the end it would just wind up being uh, paired into one of those two anyways i took rebel alpha six out of the nine matches all right
4: <laughs> so one of the controversial controversial or sensitive topics for us or around us was um team selection process well how, how'd that look like for you guys
3: uh so we didn't have too much time on it uh what cam did is he had a google form and basically what it came down to was it was an x-wing resume uh what factions do you like playing uh what are your play styles like? So I would put down that mostly what I was playing at the time was uh, separatist uh, or first order swarms, and then also just like, hey, what are some of the large events uh, you've done well at? So I was able to include the two final uh, galaxies events, and as well as Sift taker event that I won of 112 people. Uh, and then Cam did the work from there, and he just made sure that everyone. Balanced off of each other, and uh, we had a good mix.
4: You know, is, is that something that's going to, con- is that what you guys are planning on doing next year as well? Just, uh.
3: I uh, have to ask Cam, I don't know what the plan is. Maybe we try for the same team again since it worked the first time, but maybe. Uh, hey, careful with that,
4: that I say, because you're going to get some stones thrown your way if you
3: do. I don't think that's the time, wrong though. call. Huh? <laughs> you
4: didn't win last year no we were second place and you did well enough um but thanks for reminding me like i I did not not know that until you mentioned it yeah
0: (laughs) i'm glad you said it they're the champions marcel They, they they gotta they gotta they gotta they gotta rib us at least a little bit right 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 all right well uh brendan you know going going into next year um being being the champion always feels good, right? You're on top. Uh, but the biggest kind of error that can be made is not thinking ahead to the next time, right? So what are some things, even though you guys did well, that you think your team needs to work on or needs to avoid doing to maybe have some – I'm sure you know of moments in this tournament where things could have not gone your team's way. What were those and how do you avoid that next time?
3: I think an important step is uh, keeping the TTS muscles fresh. Uh, They like on the table and TTS are still very different games. And uh, I, like many other people think that on the table is more fun, but I think uh, like, Just staying fresh with our TTS skills is going to be very important. And uh, just keeping up other skills like keeping up the swarm play skills. Uh, The meta is going to change in a year, hopefully. Uh, Hopefully there's some sort of points updates and we come up with new lists, but uh, keeping up the skills is gonna be
0: very important. Fantastic. Ryan, was there anything you wanted to, uh, to add?
2: Um, did you guys have any fun celebration type thing you you did, whether it was online you know, or when you guys met up for Gen Con or anything else?
3: Uh, so there's three of us that are in Ontario and one person out in Quebec and one person out in Alberta, so we haven't been able to physically meet up yet. Uh, one fun thing we did is this started in the group stages Uh, every time one of us would win Cam would post a gif of the rock uh, uh, like a gif of the rock uh, saying let's go I blanked on what he was saying for a second for some reason (laughs) Uh, but so then we kept doing that in the finals and so uh, what was fun was uh, because games would all end at the same time when round was called, we'd get, like, four GIFs of the Rock in a row just celebrating all four wins. <laughs> uh, it'll, it'll be fun to meet up with the rest of the team. There is a Worlds Qualifier happening uh, in Montreal on, in October, so uh, meeting up for that is going to be super fun.
2: I'll have fun on that, and good luck to it.
0: Thank you. That's right. Got gotta gotta go win that uh, that trip, right? Come come down, down. to come, come I, down I, to our town.
3: I suspect I'll make the trip regardless, but having the uh, buy will be
0: fun. Yeah, exactly. Like ooh, yeah. ooh, a piece of candy. <laughs>
3: well, um, having that day of rest, like. In 2019 worlds is like absolutely worth
0: it absolutely absolutely well Brandon uh, I don't want to take too much more of your time I want to say thank you so much but before I let you go any shout outs you want to give uh, I'm giving giving you the stage here for a couple uh, minutes or a minute two.
3: so I want to shout out PiFO for organizing the entire thing uh, once again Captain Cam Murray uh, one thing that I think needs to be emphasized is the XTC is incredibly competitive like Most sets end up 3-2 and like even the teams that didn't do as well didn't do badly. Uh, So credit to everyone else who played in it and lastly I'm super proud of our team for winning and I think uh, not to toot our own horn too much but uh, two whole set wins like we had a dominant performance and I'm super proud of the team for that.
0: Awesome man. I mean that's you got. You guys are the team to beat. I know. I know. I'm watch. I'm watching you. I'm watching Team Canada. I mean, I mean, you, uh, your you and your uh, your compatriots are always always good people, and uh, it's always fun to hang out with you. So I can't feel. I can't be too mad that Team Canada won, because I do. I do like you as people. But on the field of battle, you know, we gotta pick two sides. But anyway, uh, Brendan, thank you for your time, my friend, and uh, I'll see you at the next thing, whatever that is. Next thing. All right. You could just. All you have to do is close the window, and you'll be done.
3: Perfect. Bye.
0: Bye bye. All right. We gotta win next year, guys. Come on. We oh, got
2: sh- an offer from Crispy last week.
1: Oh, he. Yeah. I don't know. He's gonna fizzle out. I'm sure that guy is a one-hit, one-hit,
0: one, one, hit five-hit one, one, one wonder. Five, five hit wonder. <laughs> one he's a, a his... five-hit wonder. <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> a, it's a one-year
1: wonder, okay?
4: Yeah. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> no, he's. Um, it, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun next year. Hopefully, the excitement is back up. Um, uh. And hopefully Canada being so close and, and being so um, vocal about their dominance kind of stirs the national pride here in the U.S. to, to kind of get the existing players that will want to remain to kind of up our game and get players who are not involved to want to get involved um, similar to I think part of the reason why we did so good last year was because of the level of engagement that we had between the team and also the level of engagement that we had between the amongst the community where we had um, people from you know that were, weren't on the team contributing to help practice matchups during the Swiss rounds I know that um, um, like Dutch for example Colbert was helping uh, Cameron like camp practice matchups and stuff like that so i think it'll be interesting next year um hopefully hoping that the excitement around x-wing and xcc continues to grow that we'll we'll be able to you know kind of freshen up the team a little bit not that any of our players that we had are not top quality players they are but just like any, anything there's there's peaks and valleys right like there's there's sometimes that you you know um you get players that, that are new and that, that are that are rolling on a high and also you get players that are just much more engaged at that particular moment than other times and XTC, i think that's the biggest thing like you have to be engaged and you have to be excited about it and you have to be willing to put in a ton of hours um you know not just looking at your list and looking at your uh, teammates list but also a ton of hours looking at all of the opponents lists and helping determine how your list matches up against each of their lists and each of the scenarios and then ha- helping your teammates figure out which of their lists. so it's 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 um it's not excuse me it's not just like a regular tournament where where you can say well i can sit down and play for nine games in a weekend which is a ton uh, it's, I can sit down and play nine games in a weekend after spending three weeks, maybe around six hours a week to eight hours a week, uh, solely dedicated on helping figure out which matchups work, helping my teammates practice, helping my teammates um, optimize their lists, and willing to say willing to accept somebody um, kind of vetoing you and saying uh you know we understand what you want to fly but this is what's better for the team so you're just gonna have to eat one and um play this and play against that so so it's not um so just if you're going to and, and we'll get into this again next year when we get into it but if you're going to put your name in the hat for that just understand that uh A, you have to check your ego at the at at the the door uh, within the team. Like, keep your ego and smack talk the other teams all you want. But as far as saying like, "Hey, this is my list and this is what I'm best at," because you because it's a group effort in coming up with the list and coming up with the factions and coming up with the matchups. So, just being able to say like, "Hey, this is what I'm best at," but what you're best at may not be what the team needs the team might need a different you know you might you might be a great three-point shooter but the team might need um a defensive specialist you know like so so just 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 be mindful that if you're going to put your name in the hat next year uh we welcome it but uh be prepared to invest a lot more time than you ever have for any tournament
0: there, there it is. There it is. I mean, that's that's what if if a team right is serious about winning championships. It's funny. This sounds like sports. For serious about winning championships, you got to make hard choices, right? And you got to put in the work. So it'll be good. It'll be good. I'm I'm a, I'm excited to uh, to uh, to see how this all rolls out, and hopefully next year. Screaming USA at the end, okay? All righty. So um, now you might be wondering why was the Team Canada interview so short? That's because there were three world qualifiers this weekend. And also just
4: real quick uh, yes. to go back on the Canada, sorry. Yeah. Uh, also, not also, but just if you want to get more Team Canada, Brandon and Cam talking about the choices they made specific matchups specific pairings uh fly better uh, last week did a a really good like hour-long uh conversation with brendan and i know it was a camp one of them with team canada on on the strategies the tactics the specific decisions on which t- which uh, factions were flown and which factions were avoided uh, listen to fly better podcast from last week and then also ollie did the um the spicy roundup that they do so i, I believe this is not a podcast Theirs is only on twitch and then i think gets uploaded to youtube so look for the spicy roundup from Ali, and they also did like a 45 minute to an hour conversation with team canada on choices made so there's plenty of content out there uh that goes into deep detail about you know what canada did to to be on top
0: awesome it's awesome yes the sith takers did one as well so we had three world qualifiers this weekend now we have kind of, the one where we have the most information all at once is the Nova Open, we did stream it this weekend so we have, we have all of that ready to go, what we have bits and pieces of are the Italian World Qualifier uh, which we were able to, to to find a List Fortress entry for, so that's great, but the uh, there was also one also one that happened in the Netherlands, and we, we only know because of a Facebook post, who the winner and the runner-up is so if you were and if you were at that netherlands event uh and you're like why didn't you like get do more players it's not because we're disrespecting anybody it's because we literally don't have the information i just want to put it out
4: there didn't open up the tabletop to
0: uh, the the, ladder ladder. that's what we we don't, don't
4: know yeah we know steve bolton posted something on facebook and we saw it, and we're like, oh,
0: <laughs> there was a Dutch Nationals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I figure we start from that tournament. We'll go the Dutch, the Dutch World Qualifier. We'll hit Italian, and then we'll hit the Nova Open. All right, so let's go ahead, and, uh, and we'll get this adjusted a little bit. Hello, random yoga ad. We'll get this in here first so uh, who the winner was Alex Bolton am I right about that Marcel? No, it was Vaughn. No. i mean, sorry I'm the runner-up. I meant sorry. Yeah. I used the wrong word <laughs> All right, so our runner-up was Alex Bolton uh, Marcel go ahead and read us that list
4: all right i'm gonna do my best because this is um small text there you go thank you so it's uh flying the galactic empire with wampa jingle and only one jingle that's interesting okay so wampa with discipline jingle with contraband cybernetics you have a gideon hask with disciplined crack shot and precision ion engines i didn't versio with disciplined crack shot and precision ion engines How runner Mauler, Mithil, and Scourge, um, all three with Crackshot. Uh, swarm taxes on, on Howl, Run, Run, I'm assuming to get Wampa up to five. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven? Seven ship TIE fighter, Swarm. Um, and I think we saw this do well in, uh, I'm trying to think, correct in one of the recent tournaments uh, earlier this year like one of the first 2.5 tournaments that was a person
2: uk qualifier i believe
4: yeah something yeah you're right um so again a list that that has had that did well early in um 2.5 and it's still uh, active and doing well now
0: so what the precision ion engines can you guys remind me what what that is one that if you do a
4: 3k turn you can change that to a three sloop instead in either direction Uh, so you so you don't have to guess uh so you just set the 3k turn and then if it's not going to work out one way you go the other way
2: yeah so specifically it's a two charge card you'll use it twice an entire game It only can be equipped on ties with three agility. Before you execute a speed one to three K turn, you may spend a charge and do the sloop. And because that's at initiative, you get to choose. So the higher initiative you are, the better information you have for that.
0: Okay, so they chose... Uh, Alex chose to then put it on Aiden and Gideon. I'm guessing maybe were those kind of... Oh, and, and then there's there's Hellrunner there as well. I just find it... I'm just curious. Is it just a, a loadout issue why Iden and Gideon got it and not... not other... It might be fighters? points available, yeah. you know? Yeah, once you take that...
2: Those, uh, you know... Those yeah, are that that have crack shot and discipline, so more likely to get that bullseye on that 3k turn that you dial in because it could be a sloop
1: yeah that's exactly what I was going to say uh, it does help you line up these crack shots uh, and stay I uh, want to say uh, close to each other close to hog runner as well um, but you might need that extra maneuverability to not block your
0: own swarm when everyone's turning around mm. very true very true all right so, congratulations to runner up Alex Bolton. Let's go ahead and roll it up here to our winner, who was Fawn Longalan. Go ahead and take it, Will. Okay, so Fawn flying
1: the Galactic Republic. Uh, this is Anakin 7B with crack shot. R4P17, which I believe is the Pattern Analyzer Droid, uh, doing actions with red maneuvers. Uh, then a Shield Upgrade, get him up to 7 total health. Uh, Obi Wan in the regular 7, Delta 7, uh, it's the CLT with Elusive and R2 D2. Uh, contrail Crackshot, r7a7 blade fuses besh and proton bombs then hound uh, c-3po corgi crease agile gunner seven fleet gunner and synchronized console so uh very very similar to what we saw at gen con Uh, a lot of people have been grabbing as this kind of flat plus three aces build uh this one favoring uh, the C-3PO, our Agile Gunner and Corky Crease on the lat. So you can get double calculate and then Corky Crees can throw those calculates to someone who defends in front of them. I uh, get that Agile Gunner so you can spin your arc, make sure that fire control or was it convergence, fire convergence mm-hmm. and seven fleet gunner are on line the whole time uh, you are in the fight. Uh, then this one, though, uh, takes the, uh, the different droid and shield. What's, uh, it, it, Marcel, it got, what he was he he got normally on? Yeah, oh, got of, chopper. He got, got rid of chopper
4: and spare parts.
1: Yes, uh, that's right.
4: In order to get, uh, R4, P17, and shield upgrade. So, shield upgrade and R4, P17 are a straight swap, eight for eight. Okay. Sure,
1: uh, sure.
4: Uh, and then R4 and spare parts are good, uh, um a swap which i mean if you think about it your chopper probably the two evades nets you one shield um in most situations sure um because you lose of out the on the fun
1: jamming though
4: you do lose out on the fun jamming but you gain the the red maneuver action which which can be
1: which can be clutch right because then you could still utilize anakin's ability and fire control or not uh fine tune controls and still end up with three actions uh when you do a red maneuver Mm -hmm. as long as the whole Anakin clearance stress uh is uh online actually that makes me uh thank you after you fully execute a red maneuver yeah so this is another after you fully execute which goes in the queue uh with all that stuff as well uh, so and read they, up. Honestly, read up on you your Anakin, and your ch- may,
4: may 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 judge may it differently. Yeah, your
2: may, mileage may, differently. may vary. Yeah, so <laughs> yes. you might.
4: You know, yeah. So there's a million ways to to do this as of now because it's 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 um, it's complicated.
0: Right. So the yeah, the, the the main Anakin question,
2: being the only Go. different thing in the entire list, actually looking at it. And, uh, yeah. it's, so uh, you're doubling down even further on the red maneuver stuff, which Anakin's really good at, um, at taking the shield because you don't have chopper. Um, the one downside to this variation, not to say that there's only downsides, there's still upsides, but the potential downside is that without spare part to canisters, uh, an X1 Vader or any I6 Torp carrier, um can just look at Anakin and just say, I'm going to be able to take a lock on you, and you can't spare parts it away. Or you don't have ways around it. Now, Anakin's obviously very maneuverable and can still use his maneuvers and repositions to get out of those situations. But a lot of times that spare parts is its own deterrent, even if there are games, many games actually, where someone may never use it. But it's there as a... You can look at me... But if I move second, I'm either going to find a way out or I'm just going to pop spare parts. So. Mm-hmm.
4: I used it once on all nine games of uh, XDC, And it was uh, more for the, I'm going to drop a cloud on you and give you the effects of the cloud and make you shoot me with um, Obstructed. So it was more more for that effect. But, but yeah, yeah, it's still a good... Um, uh, i wouldn't say for i6 because i6 is, it's a dice roll on whether you roll first or second but it's, it's i'd say a lot more for like the uh for the looks out there or or the i5 and and lower that that want to set up a a target lock on you um uh, because yep. you you're guaranteed that they're going to drop that on you they're, they're going to lock you before you move in an action
2: yeah, I, and M- Malrus is a really good one as well. We see a plenty of Malrus taking locks for missiles. It, and it's one of those things where it might be worth, if you're trying a list like this out and you're trying either something like Fond Lagalan's anti-conversion or Duncan's anti-conversion, um, actively ask your opponent after the games if they chose to, if their decision-making was affected by spare parts. Because a lot of times you don't get to hear that, but... Y- but you you feel like, oh, I never use this. Is this even doing anything? It might be. You just have to ask your opponent. Because Uh. if it is doing something, your opponent's probably not going to trigger it for you to use it in the first place. It's a deterrent.
0: And we did see – I know at Nova Open and in these different tournament results, we are seeing people bring this list. I think uh, after seeing Duncan Howard do so successful with it and showing that Republic had an answer to – uh a, a very good answer to objectives uh in the current meta um it's 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 showing up but it does have ha- it has a very high ceiling but i believe it also has a very very low floor if uh if you don't know how to approach specific objectives
2: there are a lot of triggers in this mm-hmm. list to remember and Talk to your to about Anakin before, anyway. So just... <laughs> that's all of that your responsibility before going to the event if you're going to run this list. Yeah, um, and it's, is it's mostly trigger stuff, though.
4: Yeah, and Fon is a very experienced, very calculated player that um, is accustomed to flying things that that have a lot of charges and a lot of a, a lot of shenanigans going on. So, so yeah, it's uh, it's not somebody picks it up and and wins just because because it 's a good list it 's a good list, but you need to you need to wrap it and you need to understand why it 's good, not if it 's good but why
0: all right well we 're going to move on here to the Italian world qualifier. It happened in Rome, Italy. Here is our bracket. We know our winner was Daniel Curto, so we're gonna start there. We actually have two different, uh, two different, like there, day one A and day one B for Tabletop TO. So let's go ahead and take a look there. Will uh, we'll start with uh, with you all right we're starting with daniel here Mm -hmm, that was our that was the rome champion the champion all
1: right daniel pulls it off here with rebels uh underrated faction overrated faction uh (laughs) hard to say i mean uh they're they're in quite the uh change of pace we'll say but anyways uh, the list we have Wedge Antilles with Elusive Predator, Proton Torpedoes, and R4 Astromech to clear those stresses on hard two maneuvers. Pretty standard loadout there. Uh, we got Finn Rao in the Sheathpeed, rocking Swarm Tactics, and Tristan Wren plus R4 uh, as well. Finn Rao stresses himself. Tristan Wren can add crits to munitions. Uh, which we do see here also on Dutch Vander, uh, rocking the belly run, of course, dorsal turret, plasma torpedoes, and the R3 astromech. So Dutch takes two locks and he can give a lock to a friendly uh, as long as it's one of the two ships Dutch had locked there combined with uh, Fenrall's coordinating and I-6, basically a double coordinate, get out two locks onto people. We have Aaron Kraken with elusive and plasma and torpedoes, and then Arvil in the A-Wing with elusive and crack shots. So, taking your traditional uh, wedge, Luke, Fenrall and then something, either Dutch or Colby, um, if you're going that Fenrall route, and this time splits luke into aaron kraken and Arval, uh, but it does give you a lot of play here that swarm tactics being able to bring dutch up above wedge when he's shooting those plasma torps same way with aaron kraken you can bring aaron kraken up to six shoot and then give out an action as well uh, to one of the ships same thing you're trying to get dutch to target lock you're trying to get aaron kraken the lock and wedge to lock all in the same round and then you just blast something all the heck. Uh, <laughs> so this uh, has then the same kind of fighting, like Alpha Strike, but you're sneaking in Arval as well in there. Uh, if you can kind of compare Aaron Kraken's Plasma Torp to a Luke Skywalker Proton there. And uh, yeah, I mean, you get an extra ship that's better for objectives, right? Uh, so if you get alpha yourself you only down a, f- a fifth of your list instead of a fourth um, And losing Luke early is painful uh, when it does happen uh, So I can see the value of bringing uh, Arvo as that fifth ship. So this is three extra actions because you, you wedge moves takes. Uh, well first Dutch moves takes, uh,
4: let's say a focus mm-hmm. um Then because you know assuming that the higher initiative ships aren't there to be target locked yet Dutch moves takes a focus uh aaron moves takes the focus uh wedge moves takes the target lock fen moves coordinates dutch target lock gives that target lock to aaron so aaron now has target lock and focus aaron shoots passes off uh, an action to wedge now wedge has a focus target lock so essentially wedge dutch and aaron all three end up Target lock, focus at it. Um, two of them at initiative six, exactly. Um, right, and then Fenrir mm-hmm. was there to mute the the at least one shot
1: coming back at the at the formation. Yeah, I mean, plus, you, like I said, the, the, I think that Arvel, uh getting a blocker in your alpha is super helpful. We've seen the like tie you do like Ahsoka at five points and uh ezra and the time fighter to fill in the, the remaining eight points basically after you know the two x-wings watching luke um and ezra in that role was out there blocking and jamming uh so uh you can get arval on this squad so you don't get uh reduced firepower uh it could be out there blocking as well plus don't forget uh the um you know, those extra actions, the coordinate and Aaron Kraken, you can give those to Arval, have him boost into people uh, as more of a defensive measure for himself.
0: Now there was a was there an errata to Arvel with range zero as well? Does he not take? It's uh, just a range he, one for him. Yeah, now? he just he, he doesn't shoot range zero. He only shoots range one. Okay, so
1: he can still modify his dice. He still gets that right. third one as well. Exactly. Right. So he can get the. He can spend his focus. He can spend crack shot, and he gets the extra attack dice. Uh, then that's why I was gonna say it's more defensive in that nature because if someone wants to shoot him back, they don't get any mods at all. Mm. Uh, but then again, like I said, a great blocker. It's uh, yeah, not like reposition. Point yeah. I think, oh, man, probably the best three-point ship, edging out Ezra Tai just ever so slightly there and with
0: the those Rebels. linked actions. Yeah, and the Rebels, of course. That's just, I just, Arville is not a name that we've heard really – at all in the last couple months, right? And I agree that it is right. good. Uh, it, maybe it's just been having trouble finding finding its place in a list, and maybe this is the choice. Maybe, 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 maybe Luke wasn't the right call the whole time, and instead you needed yourself two other ships instead.
2: Well, I don't know. So I think everyone was so either did one of two things in the beginning. A lot of people were keyed in on the Alpha Strike. That was a right. huge deal. Then Chaff came along, and then people found ways with either Chaff or outside of that to deal with the alphas, your jams, your fire, your uh, FTCs, your um, Chaffs, or any other just uh, high whispers. Kylo became prevalent in the same list. Mm-hmm. Um, so people just either A, dropped Rebels completely, or had to start looking around to see how to mitigate some of those action denying things or allowing things to take actions or uh, locks necessary in different manners. We've seen, um, it was Daniel Leone in the last GSP event, doing stuff like the Aaron Kraken with a ship that has Hondo Naka in it. So a lot of like mm-hmm. in engagement actions, Aaron Kraken is probably an extremely solid piece for that right now for Rebels and might be a good, I mean, if you're if you're bringing Fen Rao, you probably should bring Aaron Kraken if you're trying to go the five ship list route, um, and maybe that's where Rebels are might have a little more of a overall success versus always alling in on the alpha.
0: Yeah, because right now Re- Rebels are on a bit of a struggle bus uh, overall. Like they've been. Obviously, Daniel showed up and played, but. Uh uh the the a lot of the results point to to rebels uh on on a decline let's just say or they're trying to find their footing mm-hmm. again yeah I, uh, so i think the looking for
1: more ships trying to get that at least five if not six uh in your rebel list is what's going to help you it they don't have the i mean looking much i think we all agree very great but like they don't have those like big seven point pieces that you can really build around like scum uh what they do have is a lot of scrappy little ships though uh Mm. which uh is kind of like on theme for
0: them all right so the runner-up of the italian world qualifier was nicholas durand he um I was about to say he drove, he played, (laughs) he played a uh, a TIE Swarm plus a couple friends here. So we had Iden, uh, Iden Versio, Moff Gideon, Jingle Jingle Wampa, but then had two Reapers vizier in the reaper with palpatine and captain faroff in the list with uh with ruthless the child and targeting computer so this actually marcel i know we haven't quite got to Nova, but this reminds me a little bit of your list like just uh, just a smidge has a, that taste yeah of, moff
4: is loaded differently and then uh, i opted for two different four pointers
0: yeah, it's just it's just interesting uh, that somebody else is on a very similar train of thought right here of trying to find those extra pieces to make make a TIE Swarm have a little bit more utility. But anyway, uh, I'll go ahead and break it down a little bit more. Iden had Elusive Ion Cannon, Moff Gideon, Cluster Missiles, Contraband Cybernetics, and Targeting Computer. Both ISB Jingoists had Contraband Cybernetics. Wampa had Elusive. Question, gentlemen. Uh, the Jinguists, I see people kind of rock back and forth between Contraband and the... Um, uh, what's the self-blow-up one? Of course, I'm forgetting the name. Dead Deadman Switch. Man Switch. Dead Man Switch. <laughs> well, the
4: problem is Deadman Switch is great for... Um, Deadman Dead Man Switch is probably the right choice when you're flying something like Double Desi or De- Desi, um, Vader... You know, uh, furrow and something
1: because smaller ship counts. Yeah, in smaller general.
4: ship count because you're using them to to go in, get range one, collect objectives. Kind of, dare somebody to do it. Like here you go, kill me. And if they don't, then you still get the range one ability. But the problem is, in a seven ship loadout, in a seven ship list, that dead band switch is going to be more harm than good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're basically just seismic charging your entire list uh, when they die because <laughs> you're ultimately going to end up in a in a bubble somewhere
0: i i agree i agree all right awesome so let's go ahead let's keep it going here we're gonna go through uh we're go, go through at least the top four our next player who got eliminated during the top four was giovanni raviolo Rouso so let me go ahead and uh, and try to find him here in our in our double days, so it's not going to be here let's go ahead and find him there there it is take it Ryan
2: we have a Galactic Republic list um, I feel like every Galactic Republic list features Hound right now that's good uh, has Hound <laughs> With uh, the Kreeze family, the Corky Kreeze and Satine Kreeze in 7th Fleet Gunner, we have Obi-Wan Kenobi with that elusive R2-D2 CLT, Mace Windu with heightened perception R4-P17 CLT, Contrail Trail with Crackshot R7-A7 Delayed Fuses, Bash, Proton Bomb, and then Click with dedicated R3, Besh and Proton Bomb. Um, this is actually an archetype I have been looking into a lot. I've gone down the Satine, Corky, Hound, Lat, Rabbit Hole, mm-hmm. and I've done anywhere from six ships to five ships. I'm not sure if I, yeah, I haven't tried Satine yet in a four. Um, I think with the four, you lose out an Agile Gunner on the Lat, and I think that's a little detrimental when your aces, when you have less of them, need their shots, there's less arcs covered. But this uh, variation uh, brings the the two best V wings in my opinion. Um, click locks are very underrated in my opinion. Um, his effect can be very Kanan Hawk esque. Not not he still only do it once per round uh, versus Kanan who can bring more force and potentially maul force and get it back each time he takes damage. Uh, but um locking one of your friendly ships and just saying hey uh you're not gonna get your range one bonus in them or even say you're not gonna get the range three bonus shooting um for when my ship shoots you mm-hmm. so that's a very nice bonus some people uh take that one for granted sometimes um that is kind of the pretty standardized one what's up marcel
4: I was gonna say it's not canon. It's uh, Inquisitor. It's basically the Grand Inquisitor. It's turning two of your ships with the R three into the Grand Inquisitor at least um, once once a turn. So it's 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 Grand Inquisitor is good for a reason, and um, this basically allows you to be a grand his is good
2: by himself for sure and like the the click resource is just once round. he's not spending a force like grand inquisitor would that's part of his other modification effects the things that click does not want to see obviously are enemy chaff clouds and on our and uh i found this one out myself because i i looked at the puzzles like wait i don't want to do this i have to be very careful about it garsax and gunner can spend your own friendly locks against you because it's a red token oh uh, no so beware of that um yeah i saw a manoroo across the table from me one time with gar Saxon when i was using click and i was like i think i need to be very careful with these click locks and and by and that's when as long as click was safe in the round that i took locks on enemy ships that's still also very valuable you can tell the enemy ships block them instead instead of your friendly ships and just try and negate the range one bonuses they have um but we know this obi-wan's really really good um we know that mace windu can be very effective opting for the heightened perception to say i'm always going to be able to shoot um as long as he has a force available uh and from experience i could say that that satine corky can do a ton of work um if if this list wants to can generally just say i'm not going to take damage this round or i'm going to get up on objectives this round because they can take objective actions or take repositions to get objectives and still get a ton of tokens to survive that round every ship in this list besides the lat is three agility which is a big deal for those token stacks that can be provided and then hound on top of that just being able to eat the deplete from a sateen trigger from a ship to basically give him a free focus. Um, And then click uh, can dedicate twice as long as Hound has click in arc for a round as well. So there's a lot of small things in here that can add up to really mitigating the damage that can be incoming to a ship in your list.
4: I played uh, Raviolo on thursday the day before flying out to nova Mm -hmm. um we we were both practicing he was flying this i was flying my empire list that's cool (laughs) yeah yeah it was um it was interesting when 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 this list decides like ryan said um i i choose not to take any damage this turn he just doesn't take any damage that turn it's it's just a choice they can make (laughs)
2: Yeah, they're pressing the pause button, essentially, on your your firepower. So, um, it's it, any any list with Satine can excel in objective play. And you already have the Aether sprites, which are extremely good objective chassis. And then, covering that also with Contrail, who is, long, you know, is if you start some of the early engagements of stuff just going straight... If if the opponent accepts the whole straight maneuver thing, like well, Contrail's just gonna say, all right, his ability's on, and I uh, satine some stuff. So,
0: all right, we're gonna keep it moving here. Our other top four competitor, Lukash Sis Kelly is as close as I think that I, I'm sorry Lucas uh, but Marcel go ahead we have another rebel list again rebels again the rebels with um, Lando
4: in the YT 1300 he comes in at 8 points so he's um, a little bit higher than 2 points higher than, than the loop wedge but um, brings a lot of fun to to make those uh, banks blue perceptive Copilot pilot beast Biston. uh so essentially he can move give himself a target lock and a double focus so he's he's very modded in his offense or he can pass off some of that to friendlies uh jake with elusive marksmanship concussion missiles and vectored cannon um interesting one for me but with vectored cannons he can actually no he can double reposition i mean he can no he can't give himself a focus can he Anyway, there's probably something going on between him and Lando that are they're both ending up double modded. I'm quite sure uh, Aaron Kraken um, Fire control system plasma torpedoes and Magva a uh, little defensive tech with marksmanship the child tactical officer contraband cybernetics uh, and then the pivot wing title uh, so four ship list hits uh, five times a turn up to five times a turn and um Got a little bit of defensive tech with the Mogba in there as well.
0: I like it. Yeah, I mean J- Jake. Jake, another another pilot that we really haven't seen. I mean, that's like that's like Will's boy. Right? It's like Jake Oof, just kind of fell was. off the earth. <laughs> 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 oh man. Uh
1: granularity hit him hard. Uh he is no longer a cheap ship at three at four
0: points. Mm-hmm. Alright so that was your top four from the Italian World Qualifier we're gonna go ahead and jump over to the Nova Open Qualifier we're gonna sort this by top cut and uh, and do a little little bit of moving things around so uh, we'll go ahead and we'll hit our top eight for this one my friends our top eight for this one so we'll start with uh chris patrick take it will uh who i don't know this person
1: uh must be his first time up here christopher at
0: christopher crispy patrick oh
1: crispy oh I, I think i've heard his name in passing anyways <laughs> so uh, let's take a look at the list go for it uh Uh, Crispy Runnin', uh, his classic here. Kylo Ren, First Order uh, in the Whisper. Instinctive Aim, Shattering Shot, Predator, Conk Missiles, Advanced Optics, Munitions Failsafe in the Enhanced Jamming Suite. Uh, Commander Maulerus with Marksmanship, Cluster Missiles, Scorch with the usual here. Predator, Fanatical, Optics. Uh, Then we get to the Chaffers. We got Dread uh, with the Chaff Missile, Skilled Bombardier, Proxy Mines, Grudge uh, with the same plus automated targeting priority and elusive. So I've seen this played many times uh, and it still is catching people off guard. Mm-hmm. If you do not know about where these Chaff Missiles can be launched, Uh, With the Pursuit Thrusters boost uh, from the bomber. Pursuit Thrusters boost. and Then uh, with the skilled bombardier up to five uh, template. Uh, That is catching you in uh, definitely the range like two to three uh, from your deployment. If not, uh, range two of your deployment. So the moment you leave your deployment range one, you're in chaff zone. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's uh, between... Kylo Ren and Scorch, if they line up those bullseyes, can just borderline set down three hits. Kylo as well with that. Marks are the shattering Shop. If, if you land on top of one of those clouds, you're probably going to eat a four-hit attack from Kylo Ren as well. Again, if you have not played against this list, look up any videos of it because it will catch you off guard on how far those chaff missiles can be launched Uh, and there it can be absolutely devastating uh what the goal of the list to do is to win the game round two and then spend the rest of the rounds getting objectives i mean making you 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 you, sad making you sad sad yeah (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: you get to clear stress and i'll go get the objectives Uh... have fun with that uh, and that's not even getting to the proxy mines as well now you lost your actions no perform action stuff because you went through a cloud or landed on cloud rather um, And man, uh, those grudge rerolls on the proxy mines hitting like 2.75 damage on average with them uh, Super super good. I mean, Dion, like I said, you you played this quite a bit.
0: Uh, what is your what is your take on the list? It's the the bombers is what make the list. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. Like Scorch, Scorch, Malaris, and Kylo, they they hold up their end of the bargain by being able to help you clean up after right. the bombers Your offensive first. Right kind of ships. But the the problem is if people approach this well, well, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go and take out the bombers first the Bombers want you to come at them and if, if they land the chaff and you end up stressed you're, you become more predictable and if they catch you on a board edge you're, you're done because what they can end up doing is essentially covering both escapes which if you watch the final and the top four game Chris did the same thing to both opponents and that is that the, the there was versus uh, a Ray Falcon that was on a board edge caught him on turn 2 with the chaff and on turn 3 covered both exits and the Falcon could not escape like it was, it was done. The game was, I don't want to say that the game was over at that point, but it was very much in uh, Crispy's favor to win it after that because of the consistency of the uh, of the proximity mines. And then you're taking away mods from uh, from other ships by, by taking away their locks uh, or, or stressing them out. And it just makes it so that Scorch, Malaris can end up doing work against uh against ships and malaris with those cluster missiles loves when grudge and dread chaff people because they're like oh look you don't have any tokens and if they clustered up if they're close malaris is throwing two three hits every time that's very good that's very good so uh you know we were joking earlier uh crispy is is on a tear right now he one nova open this world qualifier uh, which this is gain- getting him his first um his world invite and he won the trip so he'll be able to have his uh his travel covered f- uh, coming from Florida he won th- our last galactic qualifier at oricon with a completely different list mind you um he won the solace galactic qualifier he won kyber cup i think there was something else some other online event that he did uh, and he did and he made the top cut at gen con that was the fifth one all right so um is is a, is a player that has risen to to notoriety through online play and uh, is making his presence known in person too. Saying, "Hey, I can play this game on, in both ways," uh, which again, I uh, I was I have been very adamant that guys, it's um, while while it is while the game presents itself differently on the board, you know that's it's still X Wing. It's still X-wing. You got you got to have that right decision making to do well on both sides. All right, let's keep it going here. Uh, Christoph Katoff Sote hit it, Ryan. This was our runner-up for the event.
2: Yep, uh, we have a Resistance list, so we had a very thematic final with the Resistance first first order sequel battles. Uh, we have Ray. We with uh, I think. Somewhat of a standard loadout, I would say, at this point. Um, Running the Rose-Finn combination, Ray's Falcon, those are sort of the auto-includes, I'd say, at this point. Um, A lot of people opting in to Heroic right now for just what Ray can manipulate with Finn and Ray's ability with Heroic. Um, Opting for engine upgrade on this Ray versus some people opting in for some elicits. Um and then going for patience. Um I I don't disagree with patience. Um I do think novice technician has a big play though. Crits on Ray can be devastating. Um but I see how Ray as well with her ability with Finn dice manipulation can still be beneficial for patience as well. We have Jared Eager with concussion missiles, over two modulators and targeting computer. Um Bunny didn't even have the Fireball title. I wonder if that's just a missed um, typo or entry, but. That's doesn't the have typo. It. I, I played
4: but, him and yeah, he had he had it.
2: He had it. Okay. Um, a lot of times we see Jarek with false transponder codes. I think you can go either way. You want the more modded shot, or do you want to jam something? Um, I think with the pilot I'm going to mention next, I kind of like false transponder a little more because you could have uh, Wilsa in the Y Wing. With L4ER5, I won't ever stop not talking about how good that droid is, and you should always take it on Wilson when you can, because passing a calc at the start of engagement to a friend in your arcs with turret or front is very, very helpful to all of your ships. Uh, but also, Wilson has dorsal thermal detonators targeting computer engine upgrade. We have two more webings along the way with Shaza with elusive dorsal Thermal detonators, targeting your engine upgrade, and then Kai with elusive ion cannon turret, proton bomb, targeting targeting your engine upgrade. So not only one of them has ion cannon turret, the other two had dorsals, not a normal one we see, and also the elusive uh, upgrades. We don't normally see those either on the Y-Wings.
0: So uh, I I will say uh, this list caught, it seemed to catch a lot of people off guard. Those three Y-Wings in both of the games that we saw uh, Kristoff play, these Y-Wings did a ton of work. A ton of, a ton of work uh, they, they would come in as a group of three and I know that they don't necessarily have any effects that 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 help each other that have to be within range one or anything like that but they they come in together they are unassuming oh we just have two dice ignore us it's fine they get into range all of a sudden they're throwing range one dice uh, turret shots they got the bombs out there Um, but I will say the thing that did lose Kristoff the final was that in my opinion uh, was after the Ray got caught was the Y wing formation because Maleris came in and was just like guess what you're all dead. <laughs> Your one agility ships are all dead. Uh, uh, basically, did it by herself, uh, and it was uh, it was quick. But obviously, did really well uh, with this variation list. And cool to see Jaeger out there. Normally, we see Kaz, but uh, but but Jarek Jaeger made uh, made more than one appearance uh, at the Nova Open. Somebody even had a three D printed uh, version of his like his ship it was pretty neat it's pretty neat. i would love oh, to get the that tv show yeah. yeah from the tv show but well the big
2: reason at least in this list why we have Jarek is because ray's more expensive than poe by one so you can't have yep. a four point ship in this list if you're doing the all the three y wings you have to do another three point and uh opted for Jarek. i do like FinPod though and pod is really annoying
0: True, true. I think he was just going for that high initiative, zoomy, zoomy ship that can uh, go out and scramble things. I think that's an uh, assault the satellite arrays. Probably what he was going for.
2: But also can't take Finn Pod when you got Finn Gunner on Ray. So
0: F- facts. <laughs> <laughs> but what if I want all the fins? No, not allowed. Not allowed. All right, let's keep it going. Top four competitor um, was what was who? Marcel uh duncan howard duncan was... marcel's nemesis howard continue
4: <laughs> uh he was flying uh poe dameron without maneuver r4 astromech perisphere paint overdrive uh, i think that's a spare parts spare canister and integrated s foils black one title and jabbing bean and he had Ray with Heroic, Rose, Fin, Engine Upgrade, race Millennium, Falcon, but Novice Technician, uh, different than Kristoff's with um, the Novice over, over the Heroic. Is it over the Heroic? No, it's Novice over, over Patience. Over Patience, yeah. And then Covenel, Heroic, Jamming Beam, Leia Organa, R4, Astromech. Uh, very similar list to the one that went 5-0 in Gen Con um just a couple tweaks but it's a uh it's a proven commodity and it's it's one that hits really hard and i think it's one that wins um similar to crispy's list it's one that wins by catching you unaware of what is able to happen so you can forward and boost which essentially means that Ray's going to get a shot at somebody turn one whether you want to or not the only way to avoid that shot essentially is to Start with a hard turn and barrel roll towards the edge board Because a one forward will still be in range, but if you're following the rule of 11 to um, To to take a shot from a four forward boost and a large base Um, And it's going to be a double modded shot no matter what and if you decided to go fast then it's just going to be four dice with a target lock and Force. then. um, So that's something that catches people unaware. Another part that catches people unaware is basically in this particular list uh, with Leia and with uh, Race Millennium Falcon title is that uh, Leia is essentially a defender. So the arc is always going to be pointed forward. Uh, So expect a lot of sloops, expect some K-turns, um but expect the arc to always be pointed forward and then the other thing that people may not um be prepared for is leia in most jousts will take maybe one shield out of four or five shots that are coming at her because she is super tanky um so just very i i think that's what what catches a lot of people unaware uh i do think that this list tends to melt against people who faced it before and oh this is what you want to do let me play against it or let me play against your strengths and pick it apart so i think this is um uh your mileage may vary on this one you have to be very good at it duncan obviously is very good and i'm sure the person i don't know who was at, at, at John Khan is very good but also understand that it's one of those where you know you caught me once uh you're likely not gonna catch me twice type of type, type <laughs> i of won't thing. let you do
0: that to me again <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. once you know
4: like oh wait you know i'm not gonna be able to you know have have round one to to do this or do that um and and just also um disclaimer uh Christoph and duncan were my only two losses in the tournament. Uh, uh, me and Christoph have had both of our worst games ever, round five of Swiss. Uh, it was the most, one of the most fun games, but it was, we were both 4 no made the cut. So we were just like, playing whatever. Uh, Christoph did the, I've never seen anyone do this, is he accidentally bombed his ray and three of his white wings with five of his own bombs. Duh! Five in one turn what like he, he dropped two thermals two thermals and a proton and uh i ended up getting the dice roll moved ahead bumped his uh, bumped his entire formation and he bombed and he still beat me by the way so it, it, it's not like you know he still won but, but but still it was just hilarious to see like him land five bombs on himself so that was fun um but again it's round five we're tired we're both in the in the cuts, and we're just giggling about, you know, in in our stupor of like whatever it is that happens at round five.
3: Yeah,
4: <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So very cool list, and um, always fun to play against Duncan. He, uh, I think, he, we're four and two, so he's gotten the best of me most times, and he's gotten the best of me when it most matters, which is the in the two, cut the worlds no because i've beaten him in the cup before too but at worlds uh which is when it most matters is, is because uh, you know it's one thing in the cuts but he's he's beating me at worlds i'm uh, um o o and in worlds against him um so come back and adapt to kind of got you duncan because you know we we bond to play each other it's like we always do
0: <laughs> it is your destiny it is your destiny all right. And our other top four competitor was Jonathan Grasser. Take it, Will. All right, Jonathan Grasser bringing uh, the
1: Dark Lord of the Sith, Darth Vader. Uh, this is Defender Vader with Malice, Juke, and Heavy, Laser, Cannon. Uh, switching out from uh, his uh, previous Gen Con list where he had Morn on Key, uh, has put in Captain Fairoff with Seven Sister and then has uh, flown Iden with Elusive Ion Cannon uh, f- following I assume close by uh, with the Jinguist Contraband Cybernetics and a Wampa with Elusive. So here we see just three TIE Fighters, Iden, Jinguist, Wampa, uh, but then still that uh, menace out there in Captain Faroth. So, really kind of blending his previous list uh, that was, I think, two Jingos, Morna and Defender Darth Vader, uh, then kind of mixing him with what we saw in Nathan Idey's Gen Con list, which had Captain Farroth and X1 Vader. So, and then the mini ties form as well. So, it's kind of, uh, I like to see that kind of uh continuing evolution of these imperial list of where whether you know what's your combination of tie fighters what's your kind of tanky ship and are you bringing darth Vader or not it uh, seems to be still working form darth Vader defender uh, an absolute menace out there on uh, the play map
0: now, the only faction that we haven't talked about is, I think today, Separatist and Scum. We haven't talked about either, though, so I figured we just do a quick scroll here to see when was the first time we would see them in our rankings here. We did have a top 16 competitor that had a Separatist list. you want to go ahead and uh, cover that, Ryan? This is George Berrios.
2: Yeah, so George brought... Um Probably one of the more familiar archetypes and separates right now, which is Django, Grievous, a Hyena, and two Vultures. Uh, for the specifics, we got our standard Grievous outmove Impervium Solus one. Django opting for Lone Wolf, Savage, Oppress, Thermal Detonators, False Transponder Codes, Delayed Fuses, Slave 1, and Veteran Tail Gunner. The Bombardment Shroom with Prox Minds, Delayed Fuses, Landing Struts. And Separatist Drone with Discord, Grappling strut, Independent Calc, and the same thing with DFS-081, the Discord's Independent Calc, Grappling struts. Um, so kind of a little bit hanging out that, that Hyena to dry in terms of, like, you just get your calcs, that's it. You don't even get two of them because you want to delay fuses, which can be money. Um, there are times where you want to drop the bomb forward with the Hyena, but you know you have to move first. So you can drop it, delay it, move, and then someone else has to move on it now um, I this Django is, is one variation of Django I think that is worth considering whenever you're thinking about taking Django's um, it's opting to go with the cheaper force crew to then say I'm going to bring lone wolf instead of saying going with the more expensive force crew and taking notorious which is obviously is also a really good card to take Um, And actually uh, works extremely well with thermal detonators too that can also deal out strain as well as just the damage.
0: Now, we did not get any scum in our top cut, for anybody who was wondering. Uh, If we wanted to uh, find scum list, we'd have to go into Swiss. I know there was uh, a couple of X and 2s that had scum, Uh, but we will be releasing some videos on our YouTube channel here in a couple weeks when we get to the Nova Open uh, uh, videos, and you can uh, watch them there. But, of course, uh, Boba Fett. Is a, is a very common ship that we saw out there for people who were trying to fly scum they just uh just it wasn't their day every faction has their day and scum right now is is a little bit on the struggle bus and th- that is one week off of winning a major event so um th- there's there's a chance there's a chance so friends um wait one second so
4: Turfanier did make his first cut of the year. I, or actually probably his first cut of
0: 2.5. He did. So, so he did. Was, he did. So uh I think that's that is uh Marcel Manzano queuing that he said, "Can let's talk about my list a little bit." All right. Nah, so uh,
4: we don't really need to talk about it much. I mean, it's 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 very similar to um uh what's his name? Uh um uh, Durant from France
0: nicholas Durant. nicholas yeah.
4: Durant, yeah um which is basically jingo jingo wampa Iden, uh moth gideon the only difference is i went with ruthless x1 and false transponder Golds to moth gideon mostly to counter um um the high token ships uh if i were to face like uh you know like like i've like i faced uh crispy's list and i was able to kill um, a triple full fo- uh, a triple what do you call it basically he was it was a list that had a an evade and three and three forces and I was able to kill it with two turns because just like you you can you can get rid of all the tokens or all the mods with Moff Gideon, but also to counter um, the decimators so the decimator lists either the single decimator or the double decimator lists mm-hmm. being able to just shoot a a false transponder code threat tracer pop the pop the reinforce off and then you know just get into the juicy juicy middle of the decimator and in, in that first engagement yeah they they hate losing their
0: <laughs> their, their reinforces
4: turns out oh yeah. Um, oh yeah and then i also went with countdown and Turfanir instead of the the Reapers, they I think Countdown is the right call. I think the Countdown is probably the best one of the best calls in the Empire period because Countdown uh, can single-handedly joust one side of the board uh, when the, when the opponent sets up with you know like Vader on one side, Poe on one side, Ray on one side. Um, against Duncan, I set up my my countdown against Ray and Ray, instead of coming in and four forward trying to kill me, he's like, nope, I'm going to go play with the other people. I'm not going to even bother with, with countdown. I mean, he's just super annoying. And another benefit of countdown is when he picks up crates and if you land crits on him, he can say, nope, cancel all the crits, cancel everything. I'm just going to take one stress and a a, a damage. Uh, So basically allows you to be very loose with your actions and you can still boost uh, pre-maneuver boost with a crate. So it just allows them to be a really good crate carrier. Uh, and Turfineer with Snapshot. So uh, Turfineer, Snapshot. Uh, I went through, actually, William helped me with building this list. So did Ali. And we were going through, like, all the different four-point ships. And I decided, uh, Pierce Bach was the one probably I was highest on. But I decided on Turfineer because I needed somebody that, that likes to fight in fight knife fight in the center mm-hmm. and i noticed that if i was flying a reaper i kept the reaper outside of range 3 and a lot of the time outside of the fight so the gun wasn't active
0: mm.
4: uh, it was basically just a, a force flying around and if i tried to be aggressive with with one of those other ships i would just create a like uh like a self bump scenario where uh all my ships were running into each other and um turf ability actually turns is really great for flying a lot of ships because i can shoot and then start positioning the ship to where i'm opening up lanes for for where i want the rest of the tie fighters to be next. turn. so um very good ship if you're if you're if, if you're flying if it has a purpose if it has a reason of being if it doesn't have a reason for being uh, There's like five other four point ships that are way better than this one, but in this particular place, it uh, just happened to be for me the best choice.
0: What was your coolest like turfiner? After you mm. perform an attack, you may perform a barrel boost, even if you are stressed moment. Like what was you got any cool like oh, this chain of events?
4: Uh, I wish I did uh, during the actual tournament. Uh, I I, only, I think I only uh, proc the stab shot ability uh, two or three times the entire turn. However, people were purposely playing against it so that you know, anytime you can change the way that somebody else plays, there's, there's a benefit to that. Um, but most of my cool things happen in, in, in the lead up like in the practicing and trying to fine tune the list of like against the boss going in range one uh shooting first and then like barrel boosting out of the way so they can't shoot back and stuff like that like that's super fun or against an initiative uh six like wedge coming in um at range two at just the right angle so where i'm gonna snapshot and then i'm gonna barrel roll boost to the left so that i'm out of harm's way no matter, you know, he can't boost a barrel roll into my arc anymore. So those those kind of things are really good, but they they honestly only happen in on tabletop simulator mm-hmm. uh during um during, during the actual tournament. Uh the ability came in super handy in engagement phase again, setting up lanes. Um actually in the in the F O one against Crispy's list, uh shooting and then repositioning to prevent the boost to drop a bomb for example
0: oh baller um, yeah
4: yeah so there was um yeah so it, it has it has
0: it, it has tools but it, it's very situational cool man well it's cool to see a uh, you know we were talking a couple weeks ago about pilots or, or upgrades that we don't see very often and maybe finding some utility and that's you said you had one cooking, and there, there it is. Turfaner making, uh, making an appearance. Very nice, very nice. So, my friends, we have uh, we've had a bunch of premier level events happening. the The meta is shaping up, and really, what what I am seeing consistently, uh, and I want you guys to correct me if I'm wrong, and also just add is. Empire seems to be consistently the most popular of factions. Now that has been historically true most of the time. It just kinda has a pretty big following. Um but I think the the temptation that Jingo Jingo Wampa and Vader Defender and Def- and the Decimators have, like they have a lot of good stuff out there and combinations that you can you can make cool lists. So that's something you have to plan around. Uh the resistance is figuring out that their Y wings are good. I think that is something that is that is coming around. Uh what are some over kind of other overarching things that you are seeing?
2: Um I I would think Have we established that the first order Crispy's first order list is at minimum, at the top in the top three of lists in the game, if not in contention to being the best list in the game that you have to consider going against in every event.
0: It is S tier. I'm I'm willing to yeah. say that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those lists that just is it takes like uh, uh, can fight against any list uh, when I when I was. Like uh, doing rankings for XCC, I was flying in XCC, and I just kept going even, even, even. Like I, like there is a way to win this game if the chaff clouds work, and I, I feel like that's uh, something a lot of lists don't have. A lot of lists can't just look at their hard count and be like, "I got a solution for that." Actually,
2: I, I do think it helps that objectives and scenarios exist because I think and. You guys, on the XTC side of things, uh, tell me otherwise if, if you have a different opinion on it, but I think salvage is its worst objective.
1: What do you mean by worst? For, for oh, the, oh, oh, for the... The, the Christ. list? Oh, yeah. 100%. Uh, yeah, I mean, unless you can just chaff them so they can't pick them up, but they're probably going to pick up at least one. You're going <laughs> to hope that the proxy mines do crits? Like, it's... No. I mean, I think... a Name me a, name me a list that their best scenario is, uh, salvage mission. TIE swarm. TIE swarm plus
2: one. Republic list to team.
4: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a couple of lists that just, um, the Republic list, maybe because, um, the, the Jedi want to keep the Jedi and maybe even the, the other ships want to keep their, their repositioning available, mm-hmm. but TIE fighters don't bear a role. Uh, so that's a really good one. Like, the, like, um, you're talking about, um, you know, the FO list being it, amongst the top three and then Dion said S tier. I think there's, there's, you know, if, you, if you're planning a tur- for a tournament and there's net lists that are considered S tier that you want to plan for, uh, you need to plan for that. Uh, you need to plan for a variant of Duncan's um, Gen Con list you need yep, to plan what, I don't yes, know if it has Republic. popularity
2: enough though uh, that's, your, that's the other flip side it, it, stock, it though, does is have that, popularity is, is that we, well it, I don't think we, we, we saw success, but I don't think we saw numbers, there's a we difference in what you're likely did. to face in Swiss, because actually right now if I'm planning for an event like yes, I should have a plan against crispy's fo list i actually don't think there's there's tech besides just bring passive mods if you have them um there's not like a thing that's like i can bring this thing that helps me against this like no there's not really anything you you, you just gotta play the game um but i think you're more likely to fight those empire lists than you are the fo list you
4: you are and you're gonna see more empire but you were talking about like the s tier list that people will bring and 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 will be successful with i think that a variance of duncan's list will bring just join the XCC as an example eight out of ten teams flew that list or a variation of that's that's eight of ten uh we saw fawn win with a variant of that list the dutch nationals and even though they didn't make it as far uh in in nova there were almost every Republic list had was a variation of Duncan's list or uh, at the very least had, you know, three of the four pieces from Duncan's list. So it's, 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 that's, I would put that up there. And then of course you got the Vader five TIE fighters is a staple. And then probably the the double Desi, you have to be, so there, there's, there's, I think the, the meta is in a pretty healthy state in terms of, Variety because there's there's a, a large number of 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 things that you need to be aware of. Even the rebel alpha strike lists that are falling off. You have you know you, you might show up and play against one of those, and you need to be prepared to. They're still because, popular enough, right? Yeah, because people are still bringing them. They're losing with them, but they're bringing them. And if you end up playing one round one before you know they start not getting knocked down. You have to have an answer for that because they will come and they will torpedo you at initiative five and six. Um, so I think the meta's in pretty healthy state. Uh, I think uh, John Babcock and Matt Carey and uh, Nick Tobin and I and um, you know we're having like large discussions about um, you know what what we like and what we don't like and we could save that for another for 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 another week. But as far as number of lists that are viable. In a tournament, I think we're at one of the healthiest spots. Where we probably need a little help is that there's optimal builds for ships that is making it kind of like a standard loadout. You know, like Mm -hmm. the Ray, you have a standard loadout for Ray. There is an optimal Ray. You have a standard loadout for Kylo. You have a standard loadout for Grudge. Um, You know, things like that. So there's 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 very little variety between the ships to where you're choosing. But as far as num, as far as list archetypes, factions that you can fly, right now is a, is an is an awesome time to experiment and try different I mean, things that yeah.
1: can be successful. Yeah, we've we've been talking like honestly smack against some of these factions, uh, but they continue to crop up and get in these final cuts. Like we. Like, uh, I think most of us wrote off scum, especially, uh, Cad Bane and the Mandalorian to bring mm-hmm. new ships for that faction. Um, but we have we've seen people find success with them, um. Uh- Uh, Same thing with, like, Resistance. We kind of count them off for, like, well, the y Wings are good, but, like, they're not winning, right, because they lose to these other kind of archetypes. Uh, But now that you have that kind of dilution where you aren't facing Darth Vader or Wedge in every matchup, uh, that kind of creates this opportunity for these to kind of float to the surface. Though, I mean, can we talk about just uh like why rebels and cis just just fell off like cad and the vultures just non-existent anymore at least in the the higher end of it uh-huh. are people just choosing to fly these less because they're uh not be being as successful with them the kind of jumping ship or what? uh what do you think causes that kind of uh play to f- switch to a different faction
2: well oh, it- So I think one thing to know is Separatists has always been a lesser popular faction in the first place. The only times where it's been extremely popular is when they could be scum adjacent with fire sprays. Uh um, Which Django still performs in general really, really well by the numbers as a pilot by himself. Um, It's just what you want to put around him right now. And when some of the best pieces to put around him are I-4 pieces with fire Bar, barring really good abilities, like Grievous is still really hard to kill. It is a great ability. Synergizes really well with the loadout he takes, um, but he's also he's also an I four, and a lot of things right now are higher than that. And Cad Bane has also amazing ability, but generally doesn't have the loadout to bring a ton of punch unless he gets the bullseye. If you bring HLC. Or land some bombs. Um, a lot of people like the idea of using this ability to prox mining. Um, and it's just, what, what common-ish things do you want? Or do you want less of those feature name pieces and bring droids? Like we saw with George, who brought it to Nova, opted for the hyena to vultures. Um, you know, so it's, it's already an unpopular faction. It, it may have the feeling of I think other factions do things better. That are trying to do similar things, um, it. I don't really see this the separatist type list excelling in anything more than anything that any other faction list can bring. Like they're not like overly winning certain scenarios. As an example, like so, they're they're they have ways to win games across the board, but they're not. They're like a jack of all trades type feel. Like they they have things that can work, but they're not overbearingly winning in any category.
1: Right. Okay. So kind of kind of our opinion of Scum there for a long time was like Scum can do things. Scum has good pieces, but like getting anything coherent out of them was always other than spamming fire sprays was always uh, pulling teeth. Yeah. If you do jangle. Grievous Cad Bane,
4: that's eighteen points, leaves you just for leaves you enough space for a um you know, one of the one of the one of the,
2: it's the, Vulture, like the Yeah. D F S O eighty one, yeah.
4: For for just comparison, you know, you get Boba, Manaru and uh Canon for the same price in the scum, it's just like the the the, the differences of it's pretty drastic or you can you can even drop it down to um you know like like chris we had boba manor i don't he didn't have boba he had the other one but you can drop it down to like bo mm. you can have boba manor gamut uh 17 and still have room for a three-pointer and there's plenty of okay through not not amazing but there's plenty of okay three-point chips out there
3: mm-hmm. it's
4: just uh what the cis does there's other ships that do it better and if you want to spam a bunch of ships like they used to like oh i'm gonna throw about eight ships out there with uh captain sear to crack shot and do all this fun stuff with eight ships and cracking and keep all these calculates um i introduced you to seven ships in the um in the empire flying with three agility on all of them oh or maybe six of them and Palpatine throwing a force out there, so who who needs to be at range one of to get that? Calculate, you know.
2: We're just five Tie fighters and Defender Vader. Like, yeah, you can do something similar with Jango. You can take Jango and six Vultures, but I feel a whole lot better with Vader Defender and five Tie fighters. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like sure, the Vultures can get some toys with energy shell charges or Discord missiles. But, and Django's ability can sometimes make Vader Defender not too happy, but at the same time, Vader Defender is hitting still extremely hard into anything. So, yeah, right now, the Separatists aren't the best swarm faction, and they're also not the best, like, four, or three ship list faction either. Uh, so anything in the middle is like trying to put the pieces together. Like we saw it work well in prior GSP events, right, Dion? Like we had yeah. a final where it was two separatist lists. We had a final where it was a separatist list and something else that like won. So they've made it before, but they've seemingly been hopped over by other lists. I think the, the emergence of resistance providing that one and more optimal five ship loadout type list where you just say... I'm gonna pick my anchor piece. Is it Ray or is it Poe? Uh-huh. It's Ray, fill out rest of it, all threes, right? Do all your three Y-Wings, and then do Jarek or whatever. Um, or is it Poe? Like, okay, do three Y-Wings, and then what four pointer do you want? Do you want Kaz? Do you want Lego and another Y-Wing, and then swap out one of three point Y-Wings to take either Jarek or Finn? I don't know. There's a lot of combinations. A lot of, a lot of them are working, so. It's hard to compete those Y Wings where you have those that bring bombs. And actually, I think a lot of people underrate this. Um, while the regular shot for the Y Wings aren't great against, say, Vader's, um, the times I've seen Devender Vader get taken down is when he gets ioned. And those Y Wings ion really good.
0: Oh, yeah. Because it becomes predictable. So you're getting consistent shots, which is what it's about. Those consistency. Yeah, so
2: even if you don't kill Defender Vader, telling him he's ioned for like X amount of turns, because you have this one wiring that just starts orbiting him and keeps ioning him over and over, because he only has a focus result on defense. <laughs> yep. Sorry, bud. You, uh, you get to stop having fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> stop murdering my ships, please. Yep. That's. I mean, you got to. You do what you gotta do to make sure that uh, you can make it work. Well. We have a lot to think about here as the meta continues to develop. There are more quali- more uh, galactic qualifiers on the horizon. In two weeks, we will have the Korriban qualifier. It's happening during the European, Eastern European uh, time zone. So if you want to get your ticket for that, you can go to goldsquadronpodcast.com. Um, we also have a Crate Cup coming up as well. So wait, wait a second. No, crate Cups in two weeks. Corobon is next week. There you go. Sort that out there. Um, and uh, yeah, just excited to uh, to to bring you guys more X Wing. And we are still trying to figure out what we're gonna get done for the the Golden Gate, the California uh, World qualifier um, for for coverage there because we we w- staff issues and I can't be there cuz baby so <laughs> we'll we'll figure we'll figure something out but uh I know what I want to talk about next week and I kind of want to put this in my my friends here the, their ears but also your guy the, you the audience is there what I am noticing consistently after watching all these games and casting these games is that I think one thing we need to do better as players or needs to be done better as players is the identification of how to play the objective versus with your list and being able to identify how your opponent should be playing the whatever objective you're playing. Because I feel like we're still we're still learning. We're still learning. There are still people who don't even know the objectives, which which tells you that there is still a lot of growth to happen in uh, in X Wing uh, strategy. And even though we have only these four objectives, there still is a lot of depth there as things continue to change and evolve. So that's it for things. Go ahead. I think one
2: one piece of advice I can give to people who are trying to Form form something around getting to know these objectives is simple. Is find ten points of your opponent's list that you think you can kill across the board, because someone had done some uh, research few, many months back, maybe even before the recent change. But either way, um, most game results were ending with around average, half kill points, half objective points if you locate those 10 points of kill that you can do and do objectives to fill the rest of it in usually a good average starting point so you've already helped figure out your kill win condition and you can help start to develop how you get the other 10 points of objective don't try to think you gotta do everything objective or everything kill it's not how you're gonna win the game
1: yeah, I've utilized the same strategy, He's it's basically the only strategy I have every time I face Darth Vader Defender. I was like, well, <laughs> we're going to need nine objective points. Let's start there, and then figure out what else, how, how else the battle proceeds. Ah, oh, what a wimp.
4: You got to kill Vader, come on.
2: If I eye on him, I Uh, will kill him If I don't eye on him, I'm not
4: going to kill him No, you you gotta put a person at range uh, A ship at range 1 And have Moff Gideon at range 3 That Vader
2: Sounds like I'm already playing Vader in that list though Because it's Imperial
0: (laughs) Maybe (laughs) Well, that's it for today everybody I want to say thank you so much for your time And um, We'll see you guys Wednesday for Gold Squadron Flight Club and uh, no content this weekend because it's my birthday weekend and I'm going to have some cake and open some presents uh, that my daughter nearly spoiled. Like, she came this close. Like, she was talking about stuff, and she literally, like, slapped her hands on her face. And I was like, "What? what's wrong? And she goes, nothing. <laughs> it just, like, walks away. Uh, it is really cute. Anyway, we'll see you next week. Be smart. Be safe. Gold Squadron out.